Space Watchers. This is Space Cafe Radio, your channel about trends, great people and space visions. I'm Torsten, publisher of spacewatch.global. End of March, the BDI, the Federation of German Industries, released an article titled Europe must grow up in space. We have the link for you in the show notes. It is in German, but any AI translator is your friend to get it into your preferred language. I reached out shortly before the Easter holidays to the author and head of the Department for International Cooperation, Security Policy, Raw Materials and Space at BDI, Matthias Wachter, to hear more about the article. Here is our telephone conversation. Earlier this week, you published a text in German language that translates to Europe must grow up in space. Over the last weeks, you have been very vocal on that front as well. Doesn't our German and European government do a good job on that end? How do you see that? First of all, thank you very much, Torsten, for having me. The Russian aggression against Ukraine and the unjustified war against Ukraine has a huge impact on Europe's access to space. We effectively lost it temporarily because we heavily relied on Russian Soyuz rockets. And these are gunned now. We also have the challenge that the Vega rocket has in the upper stage components from Ukrainian and Russian manufacturers. At the moment, we have no access to space. And this is something which should really concern us. And um, I see that there are some talks going on. I personally believe we, we, the Germans, the Europeans, we should act more decisively and especially more quickly because it's a strategic dimension. It's of strategic importance that we get back our access to space. Yesterday, Isa again are articulated their termination of the cooperation with Russia for transport and exploration. With that, a number of projects are, are looking for alternatives and lifts. They also presented their way forward now moving to American launchers. But doesn't that go exactly the way you wanted? Using American launchers is an option. But the question really is, is that the ambition we as Europeans want to have. We invested heavily in the past years and decades to establish our own independent access to space. And now we lost it. I think it should be our European ambition to get it back with European launchers who launch from European, from EU soil. Again, I think we need to act more quickly, more decisively, And there is room for improvement. It's great that you're talking about Ariane 6, if I understood you right. All jokes aside, Ariane 6 became a hot topic again. Even it was talked dead, or as we know, or even before it started. But now they have the biggest contract ever with Project Kuiper. And also the renaissance for the European sovereignty, access to space. Not enough for you? So what would you like to see? First of all, I think it's great that Ariane got that huge contract with Kuiper, the Amazon coming up mega constellation. So that's definitely something good. But we also need to acknowledge that it will take a couple of years until Ariane 6 
will be fully operational. And I think we as Europeans, we should have a more resilient launcher ecosystem. And at the moment, we have all the, the opportunities because we have several European privately funded new space launch companies. And what we would like to see is we would also like to see them strengthened with anchor contracts, with launch possibilities from EU continental soil, etc. So I think that would be a win-win. It on the one side would generate an intra-European competition, which would strengthen us globally. And secondly, it would strengthen European resilience and don't make us dependent like in the past on one or two launch vehicles. And I think that would be good. I read that in your article and I didn't get it fully. On one hand side, you are a promoter and advocate for the small launchers over the last years. We see that and that's great. But at the moment, none of them is in the order of magnitude to compete with any of the established players. The small launchers can't be the answer to all of the open questions that we have, including sovereignty. The other point is the anchor customers. From what I saw in the last years, especially in Germany, Germany started this process with the launcher initiative with the 10 million or 11 million by the European Commission and, and so on. So is that just too slow, this process, or too small, in your opinion? I think the process is too slow. The new space launcher, the commercial new space launchers are definitely a part of the solution. I think we need different launch vehicles with different sizes to fulfill different customer demands. And when we talk about a strategic access to space, it gets more important that we are able to launch quickly. And that's something you cannot do with a huge launcher. So when we talk about responsive space, you need smaller vehicles which are able and capable to launch very quickly. And this is definitely a field where I believe the new space launchers are capable of and are part of the um, solution. And what you also need to take in mind is Falcon 1 and uh, the beginnings of SpaceX, they were also quite small mm -hmm. and they had a very small launch vehicle at the beginning. They managed to scale it up. So I think there's a lot of potential within the European new space launcher segment of scalability, of new options, etc. We very often refer to them as micro-launcher, but they are not really micro-launchers here yeah, because some of them already are capable of lifting one, one and a half tons. So that's quite a lot. Yeah, And you could even launch a current Galileo satellite with them. So again, We need to strengthen them to establish an intra-European competition with a fair access of all launch vehicles to all European programs. How do you see the role of the militaries in that? Or over the last weeks of the war, we have seen the strengthen of satellite imagery from private companies, even for the mass media. When you use words like resilience, rapid response, then these are obviously military terms. 
So how do you see this launcher environment connected to the military side of it? Mm -hmm. Space is, if we like it or not, a crucial military dimension nowadays. And if we look what's going on in Ukraine, you see that satellites, connectivity out of space, Earth observation satellites are playing a crucial role, especially for the Ukrainian side. Yeah, so they can use the data to locate their forces, to communicate. They know where potential attacks will happen, etc. And it's also important that thanks to Starlink, we have to admit most people uh, still have access to space. So space is really a crucial strategic and military domain. I think Europe and Germany, again, have to somehow catch up. The German Space Command was formed last year. So it's a relatively young domain. And we are talking a lot of observing, analyzing, etc. But what we really need now is capabilities. And I think we can learn a lot of how the U.S. military or the Israeli armed forces are working together with innovative companies in the space sector to get capabilities and to promote and push innovation and new technologies. And I think that's something we clearly need to do. And again, there are many innovative young companies who have been founded in the last couple of years, and they offer a wide range of options and we should, the government should take more use of them and, and get more in contact and more, let's say, in a working relationship with them for the interest and uh, a winning for both sides. I know you see yourself like myself as a European with a German passport. And I think that's mm -hmm. great. That's the biggest achievement, I think, in the last century that we have this unified Europe. When you talked about the military domain and the innovation, you spoke about the national, the German Space Command. What is your vision or how can you envision in a European setup for leading these activities in space? Because at the moment, none of the existing agencies has the, the military uses of space on their agenda, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. The perfect solution would be if we could act on the European level in this regard. And if we could promote European solutions. Unfortunately, it is the case, especially when it comes to defense and security, it's still a domain which is heavily dominated by the national states, the European states. What I think what we need to do is we need to increase collaboration between European countries which have space capabilities. So in the EU, these are especially France, Italy, Germany. I think there is, there is also room for improvement to increase that. This again needs to be embedded into the activities and structures of NATO. I think we should avoid duplicating structures on the European and NATO side. But still, there's a lot of, let's say, open space where things can happen, should happen. The various European governments, especially the ones with space capabilities, I think they need to move 
forward, but in a coordinated European setup. Thank you very much for your time, Matthias. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening today. If you want to stay on the pulse of space, visit our website, our mothership at spacewatch.global and subscribe to our newsletters. But of course, don't forget to become a Space Watcher. I'm Thorsten Kreening, CEO and publisher of spacewatch.global, your independent perspective of space. <laughs>